Capacaba. <laughs> so, it doesn't even matter. Are you really Googling this right now, Jared? <laughs> oh, it's Capicola, which is a type of... Apparently, it's a type of salumi, they say. What the fuck is a salumi? Right. Yo. <laughs> salumi. Hey, hey, girl. Come get this salumi. <laughs> Toxic masculinity. Jared's international pickup lines. That's that can be your second business you start, Jared. After the yeah. the Jared School of Life is the Jared School of pickup lines. Hey, you craving some gabagool? Cause I got the salumi. <laughs> <laughs> I like that salumi. Jared, stop it! You're you're bringing toxic masculinity into our episode before we even start it. <laughs> Uh, is is it time for appetizers, or are you just happy to see me? Oh, no, excuse me. Do you have a gob of ghoul in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. All right. Hello, and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about a hot topic, which is toxic masculinity. We're going to be exploring what, what that term actually means, because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't even know if I really know what that term completely means, so we're going to talk about it today. Hopefully, we can get to the bottom of it, have some interesting discussions along the way, and uh, should be a fun episode today talking about toxic masculinity, and uh, you know, just brought to you by two average dudes who uh, may or may not uh, fit in that toxic masculinity role. So it should be fun to peel back the onion a little bit today and get into things. So without further ado, I'm joined by my good buddy and my co-host, Jared. What's going on, Jared? We definitely fit into that toxic masculinity uh, role. It's not. It's not about whether you're toxically masculine or not. It's about the degree with to which you are toxically masculine. I would say, it's like it's like you know, it's like racism. You know, you could say so, like to someone that was racist, but that doesn't necessarily condemn them as a racist for the rest of their life. If they acknowledge, you know, the racism or whatever, that's the same with toxic masculinity. I think it's in all of us. Um, and it's Can just toxic a, masculinity be in the ladies as well. I think or is so. It only dudes. I think so. Okay. Sure. Sure. I mean, toxic. I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I think there can be certain, certain, like masculine traits that maybe like are expected from women. Uh, or you know, or like because of a dude, I, I don't know. Listen, you're uh, why are you asking me these questions? I'm a, <laughs> I sound like an idiot. I am an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me ask you this question though. I sent you a video real quick on Twitter. Oh, yes, all right. And I just want to ask you, just as an icebreaker to toxic masculinity, is okay. this is this toxically masculine? <clears throat> it's a weird sort of phrase. Uh, uh, oh, I I've seen this video. Uh, the uh, so let me describe the video for our listeners because they obviously don't see what I'm seeing on Twitter right now. Do you so know this the guy's is the, name? Uh, the Australian uh, Ar- 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 Arnie's coach, Dean Boxall, sums okay, it up perfectly. Yeah. This was during the Tokyo Olympic Games. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching this this video. It's like a, good. It's a gif, yeah. Um, and so so what happened was one of his swimmers won, won one of their events and he's like freaking out and then he grabs the like handrails because he like you know looking down from like a balcony mm-hmm. and for a lack of a better term Jared he basically kind of like dry dry humps the yeah I believe they the call balcony. that a, a pelvic thrust oh there we go yep and if you scroll down just right below that to the replies there's another one where he's walking uh oh yep I see does he do that oh he does another pelvic thrust yeah another pelvic thrust and he like takes his mask off and he's like waving his mask around 
Oh, there man. it is. There it is. Then he does the glass hold again. Yep. Do you yep. find? <laughs> the wrestler. Oh my god. Do you find that to be uh, toxically masculine, Chad? Oh man. I mean, that's a good question, Jared. <laughs> I mean, I sorry. Guess. I just keep watching it. <laughs> I, I do too. I mean, I can watch this. This is just hilarious. I will say this. I love. I love his enthusiasm. Would I say it's toxically masculine? I mean, look, it's definitely a little weird. Like, I would. I don't care how excited I would get. Like, even if I was a coach, um, I don't think I would be pelvic thrusting the uh, the glass board uh, that, of the that, balcony. That balcony doesn't look that strong, also. Right? Like, even it looks like they put together. Pelvic thrust right out of there. Looks like they put it together overnight. You know, like right? last night. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, this pelvic thrust all, like into the pool. Okay, but let's let's talk about this, Jared. Since I'm on, you know, I'm not really on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I have an account, but I don't use it. Um, l- listen to this, Jared. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this comment. Are you reading here. the replies? Yeah. See, this Pure joy. Really congrats. Good thing he's a white guy. If a black woman did this, she'd be called angry and out of order. Hashtag just saying. Can I just ask? Yeah, I'd though, agree with that. What? But what does that even have to do with anything? I, listen, I don't even know how to ex- now. I got to explain Twitter to you. You do. Yep. <laughs> this is yep. too long. We don't have you the brought time this for upon this. yourself in this podcast, Jared. This is how. This is how. This is just how social media works, Chad. I'm assuming it's uh, that's, a. That's the best I could. That's the best I, I could. I can tell. I can give you. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I mean, what, what are the response? What are the responses to that? Here, let me see. If Hold a up. black man did this, he would be called aggressive. You are very sick. Oh well, please! It's all, not about a race. Well, See, for, Chad, that's for, well, you. That's oh, uh, at, is, at no man, Chad. That is, that is not me. First <laughs> nah, of all, second, second of all, Jared. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get why you have to automatically say good thing he's a white guy. If a black woman did this, she'd be called yeah. angry and out of order. See, like, I just, yeah. I guess, I just don't get it. But that's just me. And I, I am mean, a white he, man. I'll say it. You know, maybe that's I, one. Yeah. This is when you have to go to their profile, which I just did, and they're they're very, they're you know they they believe in black people very strongly, you know, and I respect that. I'll just leave it at that. This is funny too. This next comment, this is a case of sour grapes from those Americans that are commenting negatively. Deal with it. The coach is passionate about his swimming team and celebrated all the hard work his team put in. Um, still, yeah, the public think- thrust is a little much. It's 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 a little much. I wouldn't call it tax, toxic toxically masculine. Although that is sort of a classically masculine move. So maybe it is. Oh, for sure. Almost kind of like it's it's almost like the man spreading of celebration. But right. um or kind of like the suck it celebration. You know what I mean? Like a I, It's it, to me it's not even the mat, like the whether the movements are toxically toxically masculine. It's like control. Like you need to have some control here, sir. Right. Please. Right, <laughs> you're on TV, <laughs> live TV, internationally broadcasted. TV. But it doesn't yeah. really bother me. I get it. Listen, right. he's getting paid a lot. He's like, oh my god, I'm gonna buy that new Corvette. I'm gonna do right. it. I'm gonna freaking right. do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will <clears throat> say this though, Jared. I just find it interesting people who spend their 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 worthwhile time on this earth on Twitter posting things like. Well, if it was a black woman who did it, she'd be out of line. It's like, I just do you not have, I just don't know what, what does that actually do? I hear you. I, I just, I, I at personally Nomad don't get Chad, that. But. At Nomad Chat, it's not about race. <laughs> <laughs> the account with no profile picture. 
is Chad. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, with a fake avatar or something. <laughs> it, it is. It, I, I could understand why why it could be sort of why it could be considered unrelated, uh, like unrelated. They, I, they, they, they have a point, I, I think, but it's like, yeah, but who, like, who cares? At the same. Well, time. I mean, the like, thing is, look, it'd be one thing if somebody said, like, if if someone would have made it, and maybe there was a comment on the thread that I just didn't see because I didn't read through all the comments, but it's well, like it'd be one thing if somebody said, like, this is white privilege, you know, like being able to do a celebration like this and and people people like sharing the gif and it going viral. Um, but I don't know if true. that's really what was said, you know. But I think that's I think that's the implication. But right. or um, but that's true. That's a better way to word it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should. What do you call a race splain to this black person? Oh God, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm Let just me kidding. mansplain, race splain. Any, any other splaining I, I can do today, Jared? <laughs> the, 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 as someone that that scrolls through Twitter often, I I agree with you. There's no benefit. You're, the, the only the, oh, someone that's posting that is only looking. I feel like only looking for, uh, for some, for the smoke. You know. Yeah. Once that smoke. Yeah. for sure jared for sure because yeah what do you expect right exactly so i do want to switch gears here i have uh, something that's kind of related to our topic loosely um and i I wanted to get your thoughts on this jared um so here we go this is from the insider hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on chad story time well this isn't my own story but here we go jared um i i have an uh, I have an own story that I'll tell later, so you might need that drop later. What do you mean but an own story? Like a, well, we're talking about toxic masculinity today. I have. Oh, a you mean like a personal later story? Later yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not but, remember okay. say, saying that last week? What? Or a, a couple like, days I would ago? Just tell story stories? time. No, I remember saying it, but I'm but I'm okay. saying this is not my own story. This is a news article. Oh, That's I know the difference. Well, here. Th- yeah, just okay. so people know that Anyways. are listening. Gotcha. Just so people know that gotcha. are listening. This drop did not come from chad telling real stories this drop came That's from true. chad chad <laughs> reading stories through via news articles so i don't know why he's saying that because that's not even where this segment came from to begin you're right. with just you're to right. clarify anyways, that i'm anyways, not i'm hit not that out drop here just again, making stuff up yeah no you're good hit chad that drop again story it time. is oh, oh chad story time <laughs> thank you Woo. sir here we go an nyu professor says fewer men going to college will lead to a and I quote, mating crisis with the U.S. producing too many, and I quote again, broke and alone men. So here's the story, Jared and everyone else. Uh, Well, here's a couple bullets first before I get into the story. Women now make up close to 60% of U.S. college enrollees, uh, which is a new record that the Wall Street Journal reported. The gap between men and women enrolled in college is quickly Sorry, sorry, I missed it. What was that Mm -hmm. percentage again? Uh, uh, women now make up to close to 60% of U.S. college enrollees, which is a okay, new record. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry, so go 60% back to women, 40% men. Time. Yep. <laughs> the gap between men and women enrolled in college is quickly widening. The NYU professor Scott Galloway told CNN that the gap is leading to, and I quote, a mating crisis is what uh, Scott Galloway says. So here's the story, Jared. Fewer men than women are attending college, which is leading to a mating crisis, the New York University professor Scott Galloway told CNN on Saturday. Women make up 59.5% of college students at the end of the 2020 to 2021 school year, an all-time high, the Wall Street Journal reported, uh, citing the U.S. uh, Department of Education data. 
That's uh, that's in comparison to 40.5% of men enrolled in college. Data from the National Center for Education Statistics found that in 1970, men made up to close to 59% of those enrolled in college, compared to about 41% of women who are enrolled. Additionally, the journal reported that in the next few years, the education gap will widen so that for every one man who earns a college degree, two women will earn one. Galloway told CNN, that the problem is much bigger than just the current numbers because men also drop out at greater rates than women do. College is becoming the domain of women and not men, he said. The issue, he said, is being driven by the rising costs of college without much change to the quality of education. Elite universities, he said, are focused on giving a luxury experience and not expanding enrollment. Additionally, he said, college-age men have more options than their female peers. You can walk onto a construction site in Florida. You can turn on an app, Cop Fireman Trade Job, which at the age of 18, if you can make $100 to $200 a day, that feels like real cabbage, he said. I've never heard that term before, Jared. Feels like real cabbage, you know, saying it means you, you're making money. But Galloway warned that beyond the classroom, the gap is causing an existential threat to society, he says, and that we are creating a dangerous cohort. We have mating inequality in the country, he said, adding that women with college degrees don't want to partner with men who don't hold a degree. The most dangerous person in the world is a broke and alone male, and we are producing too many of them, he said. He said that the most unstable, violent societies in the world all have one thing in common. Young, depressed men who aren't attaching to work, aren't attaching to school, and aren't attaching to relationships. The journal reported that there's no reversal insight for this gap. Women make up 49% of the college-age people in the country, but in 2021 to 2022 school year, there were three, uh, okay, I'm not going to read that number, uh, three, three million eight hundred five thousand nine hundred seventy-eight. Okay, never mind, I did read it. Common app college applications by women compared to just two million eight hundred thousand fifteen eight uh, ten by men. I'm terrible at reading these huge numbers, Jared. Uh, in the fall of 2020, while the University of California, Los Angeles expanded enrollment to 3,000 students, 90% of those spots were filled by women. The same semester, only 41% of those enrolled in UCLA were men. Um, that's basically the article, Jared. And I want to know, what, what are your thoughts on this uh, in terms of, you know, the um, men potentially not basically being out of the quote-unquote dating pool because they don't hold college degrees uh our society becoming more dangerous because we have these you know men who are as he says broke and alone what are your thoughts on all this first of all that's a perfect example of chad's story time so i don't know what you're talking about um but um i mean clearly society is becoming more dangerous we we hear about um you know, some sort of shooting on a regular basis here in the U.S. Um, now, what if you're alone but you have money? Am, am I say? I mean, are those people safe? I don't know. You okay. tell me. <laughs> you, are you are you talking about yourself here, Jared? <laughs> I think I think the good thing about having money is you can drown some of that uh, solitude in Amazon purchases. That's the trick. True. Um, fancy cars or nice trips or whatever. Oh yeah, I guess so. I can't do that, but um, yeah. Oh yeah, you're, yeah. We're no, we're not talking about me. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, this really sounds like it came from which, what Manosphere website did this come from? 
Bro, this came from the insider. And he I was on it. CNN. I knew it. He no, was on what the CNN. The insider? Uh, uh, I, it's an online um, online journal. Hmm. Come to the insider for business for business news. They say stay for all the rest. So I, I so, so so the, so the the problem is that it's it's just making dangerous men. That's the problem. Well, the problem is that men are. Uh, and and trust me, dude. I mean, I work in academia. I have ta- the majority of my coworkers are women. Uh, I've talked to a lot of them, and I've even asked them, like, would you would you date or marry a guy who doesn't have a, who isn't college educated? Why are you asking your coworkers this, bro? Because I'm curious. That is, oh my god. Because I'm curious. Okay. And a lot of people that I've talked to that have college women who have college degrees, they will not date a man who doesn't have a college degree. Mm. And the funny thing is, I don't think it's the same for men. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but I mean, I think it'd be nice if they're college educated, but for me, that's not necessarily like a requirement. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, you mean for me personally, you're asking, is that a requirement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I have I have a strong, strong uh, interest in the dink lifestyle, dual income, no kid lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that college is a requirement. All I'm going to say is dual income, no kid. Key key there is dual income, right? So, um, it I, so I don't know if college would be a a requirement. But listen, I'm a I I'm a high maintenance bitch. It might be a requirement <laughs> depending on uh, where we depending on if I'm ever able to tra- travel again. Hey, right. It might be a requirement, or I'm going to be on the Delta Comfort Plus. You take the Spirit flight, and we'll we'll meet there. I'll be, <laughs> I'll I'll check into the hotel and get everything all nice while you're late I'm at the layover in Charleston. And then once you're at the layover in Salt Lake City, I'll go out and get some food for us <laughs> to cook. <laughs> and then we have to do the diverted landing because people got into a fight. Uh, in in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, I'll right. like, cook myself a nice dinner and enjoy my night. No, I um, uh, yeah, I, I think it's I I wouldn't say it's a straight up requirement. I've never really thought about it like that. I don't know right. if I have hard and fast rules like that, but I am very interested in a dual income, no kids lifestyle. Right. Well, Jared, so. lucky for you. I mean, the numbers of ladies going to college is. You know, you got a decent, I think, as as this NYU professor said, college educated guys are going to, they're going to have kind of the pick of the litter, so to speak, just because, <laughs> well, well, what other term do you want me to use, no, Jared? No, they, I, they I have only more laugh. options. How about that? I laugh when I apply that to myself. You're saying that oh, okay. to me, and I'm like, that's hilarious to think that I'm just going to be <laughs> this like, hey, you come, come with me. Flashing my diploma, which I don't even know where it is. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I uh, I got a business degree from a liberal arts school. I have right. been fighting, dude. I fall into this category to a certain extent because I have been fighting grad school. I've just been avoiding it so hard, um, and I imagine much like undergrad, a lot more women are going to grad school than um, than uh, than men as well. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, this is obviously only anecdotal because it's my my own personal experience. So, so it's only and and sample size honestly, one here. You're really making me think. I'm slacking. I'm the one slacking. You know, I'm searching for this dual income, no kid lifestyle. But with my 
weak ass bachelor's degree. I, it's not. I need to. I need to at least get a master's to even. Maybe, uh, dude. To Maybe. Even be a viable candidate. You know. I don't know the. I don't know the man. factor in like looks versus um, uh, 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 financial viability. I need I need a master's is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> speak speak for yourself, Jared. Um, I, I think you're a pretty good looking guy. But um, oh, anyways, yeah? You, yeah. you're gonna marry you're gonna date me or not marry me? You're gonna hook up with me or date me uh, with my weak bachelors? Is that what you're telling me? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I could be yeah. persuaded. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah but i'll just uh, get the masters then i'll know for sure there you go to, i don't have to be around the bush look man i mean i know this i know this headline sounds a little bit crazy but i i kind of i kind of think this guy might be right i hate to say it but like mm. and the sad thing is is i think the 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 guys out there who work in trades like your plumbers your electricians i feel like a lot of times they're kind of looked down upon by a lot of people not not just women but a lot of people in general um, which is too bad because you know we ne- we need them in our society and in our world. Um, Yet and, at the same uh, time, toxic masculinity—they're looked at as as real men. <laughs> are are th- that's a real are they? man? I, I mean, maybe maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I, I don't know. But oh, anyways, I thought this was an me. interesting that's article. Me. That's my toxic masculinity. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, so I'm curious to see how this will change the uh, the dating landscape in the next five to ten years, especially if less men start going to college. Either ladies are going to have to be like, well, I guess it's okay if he doesn't have a college degree, or I don't know what's going to happen. Mm, yeah. So what's what's the problem here? What, what What is the problem? Well, according to this guy, uh, we are going to be producing too many, and I quote, broke and alone men is the problem. But I also think... Who, who cares? Why is that? Because they're going to start shooting stuff up? Is that why we're concerned about that? I mean, could be. I mean, as he said, some of the most dangerous societies that seems in the like world. Because a bigger problem there than the lonely. I, I don't know. Right. I, I yes, guess. It's... I guess I'm just trying to. Under- I, I'm confused on what what the problem is. Well, uh, I, think, I think the problem <clears throat> is that there's, um, as as I as I've already mentioned, right? Number one, it's going to change the landscape of the dating pool, and so a lot of a lot of men who want relationships might be quote unquote disqualified because they're not educated enough. They don't have that requirement right um but also i mean i don't know though i don't i don't know if i agree with the broke part of it you know i think you can do you don't have to go to college to make a good living um and if you're smart with your finances um so i don't know i think it's a little extreme but i do think there is some truth to this so um so yeah anyways thanks for listening to chad's story time that's all i got for you today jared story time (laughs) you want to get us started if you know what time it is jared Get us started with some untranslatables, or just oh, play yeah. the song. You mean? I guess both, uh, okay. both. But yeah, get us started, Jared. What what untranslatable do you have for us today? Well, everyone, an untranslatable is an idiom, saying, proverb that usually doesn't quite translate upright, but oh, it means something if you dig down deep enough. Um, my first one is Greek. Su erikse kai. Throw you an X. Kai, you know, X. Uh, oh, throw you an X. Yeah. Is that like to to throw you a bone? Like help somebody out? No. No. Throw Think about you an X. Make make the X motion with your body. Like that. Throw like, that throw that to someone. Throw <clears throat> someone that. 
Throwing the X. Is it get away? Pushing them away. How would you? Well, okay, so GTFO, Jared. I'm gonna give it to you, actually. <laughs> okay. It means to turn someone down. Ah, okay. Reject them. Yeah, that makes I'm, sense. I'm kind of mad that you got it because I was excited to use a, a um, <laughs> use a, a like a clue saying like this is what's wrong. This is what's the challenge with men today is they're getting too many X's thrown at them, hmm. and and then they're being and they're dude. Alone. That's the life. That is the life of being a man, though. Just rejections all day long. That's just that's just what it is. That's Anyways, life. that's life. Period. By the way, that's true. That is true. All right, my first one for you. But actually, I understand all of what mine. You're saying. I see what you're saying. Right. Um, I was thinking more of it in terms of a dating kind of. Yeah. Lens. No, I see. But what anyways, you're saying. I see what you're saying. Right. Uh, all right, mine. All of mine for you today, Jared, are Japanese. My first one is uh, Kishikase, uh, which means uh, resuscitation or wake up from death and return to life. Uh, can you say that again? That, uh, uh, wake up like from death and return to life, or re- or to be resuscitated, like brought back to life, basically. Is that like to say like, now paint my ass red and call me Sally kind of thing? <laughs> what does that even mean, Jared? Like, oh my gosh, oh, the, oh that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's like when someone's telling you a story and you're not interested, and you're like, "Oh, that's crazy!" You know, you now say paint my ass red and call me Sally. What? Sorry, uh, that's crazy. That that would be a great <laughs> new untranslatable drop right there. Um, You've never heard something like that before, or so I mean, maybe I, not that exactly, I, yeah. but yeah, I have. I just I just didn't know if it had like a distinct meaning. Um, okay, well, think, think about this. What, I think that's it. It's like, oh, that's uh, crazy, right? I, no, I I agree with you. Um, <laughs> or G Willikers. There's a good one for you, yeah. Um, okay, wake up from death and return to life. Well, think about this, Jared. Is death generally considered a good or a bad thing? Great. Oh, wait, okay, sorry. Let, bad. Let, let, yeah, I let see, me rephrase. For, for the non-millennials and Gen Zers out there, <laughs> it's usually considered a bad thing, right? <laughs> I guess so. People want to um, live, I guess, is what I've heard. Right. Um, so think about it. So you've got something bad, but then mm-hmm. you come back to life. What would like we a phoenix, call a situation like phoenix that? Phoenix rising from the ashes. I mean, I it's love like, your imagery there. I get knocked down and I get up, but I get up There again. we go. Yeah. There we Was go. Is that Chumba Wumba? It is, I think so, yeah. Um, <laughs> what, we have a specific English untranslatable, though, Jared. I'll give you a clue. It has it has the word silver in it. I was going to say not everything that glitters is gold, but you specifically just said silver. Correct. Uh, <laughs> um I have no idea. I have no idea. A silver lining, right? When oh. you take the positive from a negative situation. Mm, mm. See, now I, I'm, yeah, okay, I got you, I got you. Okay, I have um, I have um, one more untranslatable, and it's Slovenian. Slovenian, I should say. Sl- Slovenian, mm-hmm. not Venian. Uh, no, I know. Wh- why are you telling me to go on? <laughs> I was, trying to, to hear you're on I was trying to converse with you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Slovenian. Sorry. Sl- not, okay, not Slovenian. Do you have a problem over there or something? No, there were just some people walking in. There was some noise, so I turned my, my mixer down. Oh, okay. Okay. You have, okay. Um, ima valiko uh, masla naglavi. Ima valiko masla naglavi. Which means? Have a lot of butter on their head, on your head, on his or her head. Oh, I like that head, one. On have a lot head. of butter on your head. Mm-hmm. Um, you sure do have a lot of butter in your head there. 
Hmm. Chad. Is it is it like uh when somebody like is telling you some tall tales hmm. and you're not quite sure you believe them? Mm, you're on the right path. Okay. Think more, think more. Um, Got a lot of butter on your head. Maybe 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 the tall tales are being told to a lawyer or excuse me, to a judge. Oh, you're and lying. The, like be careful. Yeah, I'll give you it got, to you. To be okay. guilty. To be guilty. Oh, oh to be guilty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. You got a lot of butter. A lot of butter on your I wonder nose. why that one ever became a thing. That's hilarious. Yeah, what does that have to do with anything? Right? <laughs> why butter? Oh, you know, you know what it could be. Slippery. Maybe I'm just, I'm just thinking of like a small kid messing around in the kitchen, and like, and then your parents come in, and it's like, were you playing with the butter? And it's like, mm. no, but you got butter all over your head, right? Like, mm. that, I can see what you're saying. Caught red-handed. Like you're you're denying. You're denying something obvious. Right. Right. Yeah. We know you're guilty. You got butter on your head. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for some a good reason, one. I, for some reason, I went towards slippery. Something to do with slippery. Oh, yeah. Because I that's like that. a that's sort of like an untranslatable word in the U.S. that can sometimes used to be described someone that's kind of like sneaky or untrustworthy. Right. Okay. Slimy. Uh, are, right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Butter's that's not funny. slimy though. I don't know. I like. I, I love the untranslatables, Jared. That are. That give you that kind of picture in your head. Because not all of them do. Some of them are so abstract that it's hard to kind of wrap yeah. your head around. But that one's kind of a fun one. All right. My next one for you, Jerry, is Japanese. Uh, saru, saru moki kara ochino. I think that's how you say it. O- ochiru. Sorry. So it's saru moki kara ochiru, which means even monkeys fall from trees. Hmm. You know, Jared, even monkeys fall from trees. You know, I say Adi, oh, yeah. you say Adi, even monkeys fall from <laughs> trees, First Jared. of all, that's unforgivable, but everyone uh, <laughs> makes mistakes, as I imagine. Very good. Hit yeah. that ham horn, Jared. You got it. Yeah, that's a, that makes sense. That makes sense. I believe that's a common way that sloths die, too, falling from trees, even though they're always in trees. Right. Um, I don't have any more translatables. I know you like to give a bunch, so if you're itching, feel free. I got, all right. I got one more for you. One more. Also Japanese. Makeru Gokachi. To lose means to win. That's stupid. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> to Sorry. lose means to win. <laughs> I had a knee-jerk reaction Jared, there. This, this has to do with um, sometimes you, you find common ground with people, sometimes you don't, and this might be a phrase you would oh, say if you don't find common ground. We have a translatable that maybe you could use here mm-hmm. in the U.S. Agree Which to disagree. Is? There we go. Very good, buddy. Hit that mm. ham horn. That's exactly yes, what that means. Um, to agree to disagree, or sometimes sometimes it's just better to uh, live to fight another day. Yeah, right? like which just is not engage. Which is exactly the opposite of what the toxic masculine population does. They drag out an argument and well actually you to death uh, and man <laughs> oh, Well, well actually. <laughs> uh, well, first year let's let's talk about. What actually is toxic masculinity? Because the the reason why I have difficulty with this term is I think it's a very subjective term and it's used very loosely in many different ways. So like to you, like how do you define toxic masculinity? I'm glad you asked, Chad. Dictionary.com defines toxic masculinity as a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, and dominance, and, that's, mm-hmm. and that is socially maladaptive or harmful to mental health. Mm. I would say and physical health. Okay. I'll throw that in there, too. So that's how I would say it, mental and physical health. <laughs> okay. Dictionary.com almost had it right, but I would throw in physical. <clears throat> 
You don't like now, that? Why you're speechless, Chad? I, I am. Spe- well, I'm trying to process it all. Okay. I guess number Let's one. Get, I'll give I you don't... a minute. I'll give you a minute. Hold on. Take your time. We don't need to rush. This is not the SATs, Chad. Oh, good. There's a countdown, and they're like, I don't have to it. fill in all the bubbles. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess the the thing is, is one. I so guess you're straight up coming from this as a toxic masculinity is stupid or toxic masculinity is not real point of view because you're already like, well, this is what's wrong with this. That's your immediate. What I what point I would say, what I would say is that I think, it, as I met, already said, I think it's a very subjective term, um, and I find no problem in stoicism. I find no problem in seeking strength. Um, I find no problem. Now, it's when you, like anything Could it tell in life... tell if anyone looked at you? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, in with anything in life, I think you can obviously take these things too far, right? And so with Stoicism, a lot of people... And we could we could do an episode on Stoicism at some point, buddy, because I think it would be a, an interesting conversation. But I think that the thing that most people don't understand about Stoicism is they think you are like this robotic being that doesn't feel emotions. And that's not the teaching of Stoicism. Stoicism is teaching how to healthily... Teaching? It's like it's like a, a It's teaching? a philosophy. Yeah. Stoicism is a philosophy? It is, yeah. I did not know that. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the whole point of Stoicism, why so, though... Why are you so strongly... Why are you fighting so strongly for Stoicism? Because, Stoicism. because I believe in Stoicism. Okay. You're not stoic in the slightest, by the way. You're very emotional. Well, thank you. That's um, not a, a compliment... Or uh, insults. It's uh, just a comment. Right. So I just I just find it so interesting that I, you're like. I I agree, but I, I do don't think see stoicism as has person. helped me. Right, but I think mm. stoicism has helped me control my emotions a lot better, or my reactions to my emotions. But yeah, you're right. I am a very emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeve, mm-hmm. but it's gotten me burned in the past, dude. And the funny thing, and this is where I find mm. ironic about. The concept See, now of this toxic is, masculinity. This, this, is, this, is, this conversation is about to be ironic as fuck. As, <laughs> because well, here, let me I'm finish already my starting point. to hear some toxic masculinity. Uh, well, here, coming. let me <laughs> let me finish my point. And, and I think it will come full circle as, as, as you say, Jared. Oh, so, man. W- there have been plenty of times where I have shown my emotions and it's bit me in the ass when it comes to relationships. Now, granted, some of it was... I got too emotional and I overreacted, and that's my own fault. Yeah, but this is you're one person. That's that, that's not a representation of of toxic masculinity and why and why stoicism uh, is good for men or whatever, or why it's a healthy way to live. You're one person with many experiences. I, I feel like I'm someone. Now, I don't practice stoicism, but that might, I, I never knew it as a practice. I knew it as like a ver or like a noun or whatever. I feel like I'm someone that comes off a little bit more stoic. Oh, for sure. Especially in relationships. And I could say, that I, could, I could counter you in the exact same thing that you're saying, saying that that has definitely burned me in multiple relationships, not expressing my emotions and mm. not uh, wearing my heart on my sleeve or whatever. So I think you saying that Fair because you are an emotional person and it's burning relationships, that is not a commentary on toxic masculinity. You know, when you're talking about statistics, you can't talk about yourself like, you know, when you're talking about a group or the, or a bigger right. thing, you're just one person, you know? Right. That, that, that means nothing in the grand scheme of things. I hear where you're coming from, and I'm not saying your personal experience doesn't mean anything, but but saying that and relaying that to be like so this is why stoicism for males is good um i think is a stretch 
Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right uh, with a lot of that, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I find this idea of toxic masculinity, it's just, to me, it seems like a lot of it is, I don't know, like, is it, is it good for men and for society to, I guess the problem is, is I think there's a lot of misunderstandings. As I said, because it's subjective, a lot of people don't know what it means. Uh, and I think, especially like I had, um, uh, I had my nephew one time kind of ask me about it. Uh, and thankfully, um, you know, his mom explained everything, so I didn't have to explain it because I do not oh, really good. feel <laughs> like I'm qualified to talk about it. But yeah. like, listen, um, if, if a girl says she likes you, just, uh, just tell her she has uh, some spinach stuck in her teeth. And <laughs> That's a trap, bro. That's a trap, okay? Right. And then his but, mom but steps in. But here's, in. Right, here's the up, thing, though. I think the thing with toxic masculinity is at least the term itself at face value, if you are a man, I think there's a lot of kind of just knee-jerk reaction to you know, you hear that term and you think, well, this must mean if I do something that is masculine, that it's bad or toxic. And I think that's what can be very misleading. That's what I do dislike about the term. Why um, Why are you so concerned about that being misleading? Because I think, I think it's very easy for there to be a difference. Like, there's nothing wrong with masculinity. Uh, there are plenty of people that are male and female uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people, I should have just left it at that. There are a lot of people that are attracted to masculinity mm-hmm. uh, and various uh, symbols of masculinity. Sure. But that, that, but, but that is, the, the idea of masculinity is, is, is different, I would say, than toxic masculinity. There's, there's a line, and maybe it's different for different people. But, right. Um, I, th- but there are some clear sort of areas where toxic masculinity would exist, I would say. And by the way... So let's talk about them. You know, not 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 to brag, um, you come with a lot of lists to this podcast, and they're mediocre at best. Ooh, do you have a pro Your list? boy makes a personal list, and that shit slaps all the time. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear the personal list. I'm curious. Um, and, I, and so I, so maybe we can help... We, maybe uh, we can come to some understanding of what toxic masculinity is together because I think sure. we're coming from this from two sides where you, where you think toxic masculinity is something that is over commented on you know something that's like yeah. not as big as a, of an issue as people claim it to be and I'm saying and I think that the I, I think it's I think the the concerns are valid i mean you just read a damn article at the beginning of this podcast about how about how alone men are 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 the danger to the society (laughs) right and uh that's classic toxic masculinity incel uh story that we hear about about when it comes to these terrible things happening in in the united states um and occasionally in other places but you know let's be real um all right <clears throat> well you started off with stoicism i was gonna say not displaying emotions not crying mm-hmm. i would right. say uh which is another reason why um wh- why i feel like you, you're you're like em- embracing stoicism is hilarious because you seem like I, I haven't i'm not saying i see you cry all the time but you seem like someone that could cry at the drop of a hat i don't know uh, if i'd go that far like, i feel like like if like if a, if a movie has even the slightest like 
like uh, you know moment of hardiness. You're like, oh, that's beautiful. Uh, excuse yep. me. Yep. I mean, okay, you're, so you're, you would. So you, okay. So you would agree right. with me. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so so here. Let, well, let me tell you. I told you I had a story. One day, one day I'm going to get it to where your default is not to just disagree with me. Then you're immediately like, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you are right, Jared. I'm agreeing yeah. with you right now. Let now me you tell are, you. After immediately saying that's not true, by the way. That's what I was saying. That's what, what did I, was I say? It wasn't true. Oh, when I first said it, you said that's not true, and then I said I imagine you watching a movie and crying immediately. Like, oh yeah, no, I definitely would. Well, do I don't that. cry at the drop of a hat, Jared. I think <clears> that's <throat> a little bit exaggerated. But I mean, sure, a good tearjerker or even a Listen, good song, Chad, sure. This is a safe space. Song, it, see, songs don't really get me. I, there's no real song that can get me to cry. I enjoy a movie that'll get me to cry, and there are plenty of them out there. But I, a song is harder for me. Okay. Well, let me. I want to tell you a story, Jared, and this might highlight toxic masculinity. Um, I think this whole so podcast in general is just, we could just have a no, no matter where we go with this podcast, it's perfect. We, we, okay, the task great. has been, the task has been great. done. <laughs> All right. Well, so, so there was a, uh, there was a classmate that I had in school and, uh, he wore his heart on his sleeve even more than I did, Jared. I know that might be hard to believe, but he was so sensitive to the point where if I even saw How teachers... How sensitive was he? Sorry, I, uh, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> he he was sensitive to the point, Jared, where teachers would, if they even like would correct him, he would break down in tears. Mm. And this poor kid got clowned on so hard at school um, <laughs> by his classmates, uh, should, boys get, and girls. Yeah, um, of but course. But see, so here, uh, believe it or not, a lot of the girls teased him more than the boys, it seemed like. Okay. Um, but, okay. But yeah. either no, way, you're right. Girls are, you're, women are way worse than men. You, I'm you not, just continue to prove it. Don't even start with me. You just continue don't even to start prove with it. me with that shit. <laughs> don't even start with me because that is not what I said. And that is not what I mean. But I feel like that seems to be always where, where your argument goes back to. Uh, anyway, um, so he so got clowned. That, that's, so, I think that's a perfect so that's example toxic of toxic masculinity. That's a perfect example of to toxic masculinity. Yeah. Okay. That's a great example, Chad. Very good. Okay. Um, this idea that there's a um, no no one's concerned about him. You know, I feel like if it was a girl crying, it's more acceptable, and there probably wouldn't be people probably wouldn't be as quick to laugh. I would guess. Right. These are double standards, but these are double standards caused by toxic masculinity. This world where uh, if a guy cries, you laugh at him. But see, I would say it's not caused by toxic masculinity. It's well, or maybe it is, but the thing that is embedded in toxic masculinity is just societal and cultural norms, right? So I guess that's that's where I, I kind of differ with you in terms of using toxic masculinity because I think toxic what a lot of people do— is a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies blah, 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 blah. It's a cultural concept, Chad. Okay. So no no one's no one's claiming that these are hard science sciences and that something for sure isn't is or isn't. There's there's no hard line here. I I feel like you you need you need to everything needs to have a hard ruling on toxically masculine or not. When I think that you underestimate people's perce how people perceive things, you know. Mm -hmm. For example, if I were to if if I if I say something to uh, a woman and she tells me that that was kind of toxically masculine or however it would be said, problematic. That's what the kids also say today. day to day. Um, I, it would be foolish of me not to, at the very least, listen, you know? And, and probably 
take that strongly into consideration because she would know a lot better than me. And I, I only say that to say that, you know, if you say relate that to like racism, there are so many times where I see, you know, for example, on Twitter, I see like uh, someone that seems like they're a black person. You never know. Seems like they're a black person or even not, for, you know, explaining why something was racist to someone. And it's like and, and then the, and, and then there's a conversation back and forth. And I'm like, this isn't this isn't if someone's telling you this, you need to listen to at least a certain degree, you know. Right. So to so so to just straight up be like, well, how could that be toxically masculine? Where it's like, well, if someone's telling you it is, then and and, and if multiple people are saying this, then it sh- I think it should be something that should be listened to. That's my opinion. I agree. What um, else you so got yeah. on your list? Oh yeah, so I would say that that that, uh, that the crying people making fun of them, whether male or female, is toxically toxic masculinity. Um, you don't because these things, patri- the patriarchy, the idea of the the idea of the patriarchy, Chad, um, is embedded in everybody. It's not just embedded in the men in society. For for it to work, it had to be embedded in women as well. So this I so the patriarchy patriarchy works because it's been indoctrinated into everyone, not because it's just been indoctrinated into men. Same reason why racism worked, not just because. To a certain extent, the people that were being subju- subjugated had to believe, th- believe it at us to a, you know, believe this level of inferiority. So um, it kind of involved every, everyone is, is kind of involved to a certain extent. And obviously, that's not to blame certain people versus other people, but everyone certainly has a role in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um. Aggression, not taking shit, as I put it in parentheses. <laughs> um, this idea that like you can't let someone like embarrass you in public, or like right. if someone like emasculate sp- you. There's there's the common like if if this guy like in some you know on some ripped guy on Twitter if this guy touches your girl ass W Y D what do you do yeah <laughs> and it's like this is fucking stupid um, right. uh, but there there are um, this idea that like uh, of of uh, not taking any shit, I be- I believe, goes with sort of this display of emotion because the one emotion that I think uh, men are very good at uh, displaying is like toughness or aggression. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you know, how about we sprinkle in some compassion and love? I agree. Too? Definitely. So I would say that's yeah. a common sign of toxic masculinity. This I this no, n- take no shit attitude. Right. Yeah. Do you have any opinions, Chad? Uh, yes. No. Other, other than agreeing, I mean, okay. I don't. I was just I making sure. Much else to say? That's, that's, that's okay. That's okay. I have plenty. I was just making sure. You, I was just trying to confirm whether you agree or not. Because well, can I can I say this well, though? Yes, of course you can. And I only say this because you earlier were saying how much you know, how this idea of toxic masculinity is ridiculous. I've said three so far, uh, three ish so far, and you've agreed with all of them, that these are yeah. great exa- examples of toxic masculinity in society. Maybe it'll get more difficult. We'll see. But so far, we're, your, your team, toxic masculinity exists and is an issue. Um, what right, were you well, about first, to say, Chad? Yeah, no, no, no. So what were you about to, to say, that. please? What I was going to say, though, is I think, I think the, the, the whole point of aggression as well, though, is that... Um, how do I... How, I'm trying to think of a way to like put this... And, Chad, to make you feel better... Mm-hmm. Women can partake in this too. 
You know, there right. are situations where it's like you've seen on social media where maybe a woman is stirring some shit with some dude and then it's your it, and then it's the boyfriend's job of the girl stirring shit even though the girl the boyfriend oh, might God, not agree. I hate that. So then she recruits you in to step in. Yep. That's, that's stupid. That's toxic masculinity perpetrated by her and the other angry dude. Yep. So just an example of that. Yeah, that's stupid. I know you, on all I know sorts you always de- I know you like to see both sides. Um, right. So I I I, 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 I I can fully admit that women are can partake in toxic masculinity because it is embedded in society, just like black people can partake in racist ideas or or ways or ways of living because right. it's embedded in society. Sure. So the thing I want to mention about aggression, though, too, is I think uh, one of the reasons why men resort to aggression is, unfortunately, I mean, granted, like legally it's clearly unacceptable um to to fight somebody because that's what we call assault or assault and battery or what have you mm-hmm. but i do think there's this aspect of you know when you're when you're like a, a little kid a little like a little boy and you roughhouse with your friends like when i was younger my parents never like ran in like whoa 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 stop stop doing that you know you can't so i yeah. think this idea of fighting and that. aggression and using <laughs> aggression and i'm not saying it's a good thing cuz i don't think it's a good thing at all mm-hmm. but um, I just think that I just remember like my little cousins, um, you know, watching them, it was always and it was really the way my cousins raised them was, you know, always use your words and they never really use their fists. Whereas uh, I had some younger guy friends when I was growing up who they would never use their words. They would just resort to their fists. Yeah. Um, and that that yeah. is that that behavior is often modeled from mm-hmm. what they have seen from their parents. Yep. Um, and their family members and, and those older than them. So yep. I would say that is uh, how toxic masculinity continues on through society. I was never a fan of roughhousing. I was never someone that liked to wrestle and get be in a headlock or put someone in a headlock. I hated right. that. I hated it. Um, uh, uh, a need to be right all the time, Chad? You might not like that one. Oh, I don't like that one. Definitely. I don't really like that one either. But but um, I, but sometimes but but I put it in there because I think I, I can agree to, with it on the the well actually standpoint. Um, but <laughs> right, I'm not in love with that one either. I'm not in love with that one either. Here's another one though. Here's another one. He, n- n- now we're gonna get. Uh, I, 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 okay, here's another one. Hmm. Which one do I want to go to next? I have so many good ones. Not to, to, to. I'll just go through the list. Uh, the idea of straightness. Presenting straightness, uh, no homo, that's gay. Right. Right. Uh, pause. Are you familiar with pause? No. What's that? Jesus Christ, Chad. Every <laughs> day, I, you, I, <laughs> my mind is blown. Pause is uh, was originated in the black community as a way to signify no homo. It's essentially no homo is what pause okay. means. Uh, so if you say something that like, oh yeah, you know, I had a, I really, uh, that was a real thick saloon, saloon I enjoyed. Pause. <laughs> you know, it's essentially saying no homo. But right, this idea okay. of like valid, constantly validating your straightness, fearing uh, any perception of gayness, uh, shunning or making fun of people for some sort of act of gayness that you know right. or whatever or or femininity. I could hear or I, I could sure. say it might be sure. a better word. Um, 
and I think that's I think that is that that is some of that toxic masculinity involved with what, your friend crying. You know, a man is mm-hmm. not supposed to cry. You know, what are you right. uh, a girl? What are you gay or something like that? Right. right. And I would say this idea of constantly trying to confirm one's straightness is a, a big sign of toxic masculinity. And yeah, I think that I it's definitely something you see a lot more with. Uh, significantly more with men than women this idea of like i'm doing this but just so you know i'm straight you know right can i Uh, say this though jared mm -hmm. i do think that and this is also societally and and culturally i do think that men like gender roles for men i think are more static and gender rules for women can be a bit more fluid you know why why because toxic, toxic masculinity, masculinity chat. Yeah. Okay, this that's is what I thought this whole say. episode is about. Yeah. We, you don't believe me? You, I mean, excuse me. You don't agree with me that that might be because of toxic masculinity that that men are expected to. That's exactly. Oh, do no, I need to read I think the definition right. again, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what the definition is saying is that there's this small sort of window of what it means to be a man that if you don't fall into this, you're made fun of or shunned or whatever. And that is toxic masculinity. So what you're saying is toxic masculinity is a great example or like definition of toxic masculinity. You're right. Men expecting to to follow these certain values while women are free to explore their sexuality or their femininity without constantly without maybe being so harshly questioned about what that means about their right. sexuality or about how much of a woman they are I, which let still me, happens let, definitely let still me ask you a question I, but and i don't i don't expect you to have the answer here jared but where where does this fear and where do, where does it come from is it is it that we as men are worried about being judged by other men is it that we're worried about women not being interested in us as partners obviously i'm talking about straight dudes right now i think Um, a lot of it starts from religion first of all okay i think that's where a lot of it starts from and because there's it all it all goes back to this gayness being evil you know it's bad it's a sin i think i think it's i think your answer is religion that's that's where it all starts right regarding homosexuality and 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 uh and listen once again, I'm an idiot, but that's my guess, is that the vast majority of this is coming from religion. Right. Um, and just, and just, and, yeah, but it's all religion, because I was going to say in fear, but that, uh, you know, but that is all coming from religion. You know, this idea of, of uh, you know, at some point in most people's families, in just about every person's family, someone was telling someone that being gay is wrong and that was passed down in some way or another and a lot of especially religious families have a strong expectation that you're going to be bringing kids into this household and that's how this whole system works that's why we brought you in so you'd keep this thing going so i think uh, yeah final answer regis so let me ask you another question jared let me ask you another question what would the world look like for men if we quote unquote solved toxic masculinity, what, what would, would the world men look be like, like for men? Yeah, they'd be wearing dresses. They'd be uh, putting on makeup. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. It's that these theoretical questions are pointless. That's like because it's never going to happen. That's like saying what would the world look like if racism doesn't exist. It's like that's never going right. to happen. These it's, these these are theoretical questions that are pointless asking because it's never going to happen. 
Were there a lot more? How about we just address it first, you know, rather than worrying about what what's the world going to look like when there's all these men out here that that are just are. are what do you think the world will look like? Matt, can I? Because it seems like you have an of idea. Of course. I mean, I, I kind of do. Um, number one, obviously, I think men would. Um, I guess. Well, number one, hopefully, men wouldn't get clowned on if they actually cried in public. I mean, I we hate to say this, Jern. We definitely would have made out by now if there wasn't toxic masculinity. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Jared. Um, I don't know if you're quite my type. Um, <laughs> wow, no, I'm just, I'm just wow, teasing. that hurt. That hurt. I'm just teasing. I'm I love just how teasing, you have to. Jared. I love how you have to like be like, no, no, no. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Right. Like, so like I'm seriously taking that personally. Like tonight. Right. Like, oh man, I thought he. I, th- <laughs> I thought, thought he liked I'm me. <laughs> he doesn't think I'm attractive. Oh, what the. F- <laughs> Um, but so so w- the way I think the world would look, Jared, is number one, I think men would be more open to the idea of actually, number one, getting help. Like, mm-hmm. like I think there are a lot of guys out there who think, and, and I agree with you, this is a very toxic trait where you where you say, I don't I don't need to talk to anybody, I don't need help. I'm just gonna well I'm gonna man up and do it myself. You know, so I agree. so it'd be more support and help and not being afraid I, to ask for that support. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was when I was grouping things I, I did get a little. I did get a little stuck on that one because another part of toxic masculinity, I think, is overall a less likelihood to go to the doctor. Yes, that's partially yes. because I think women have more of an imperative because of how their s- s- organs work, you know, and their sexual mm-hmm. reproductive system works. Right. But in general, men have are, are less likely to go to the doctor. Oh, for sure. And I think that ties into what you're just saying about getting help yeah. and, and and therapy yeah. as well. So I think that's a form of toxic masculinity. Men die earlier than women they have for a long right. time i'd imagine and yep. i bet you a lot of that's just because it's like i'm fine you know i'm not weak I, I can i can just um work through the pain you know where it's like there's no weakness to having some growth in your stomach that you might want to get checked out and get taken out of there before it right. gets out of control that's not a weakness or a strength thing that's like the same people with covid that are it's like you know i trust my i trust my immune system and it's like i mean i get what you're saying but that like that's not really like COVID's not fully it's not fully just deciding on like you don't know what your immune system's like until it has regarding COVID until it's been you know until it's <laughs> interacting with it um right. okay I, I like what you said that's a good one and I agree with you I think just in general um that is a huge problem with toxic masculinity this idea of um uh, and I think that that also wraps into this idea of straightness or, or your femininity mm-hmm. it, being in touch with one's feelings uh, you know, getting a therapist, understanding why you feel the way you feel and what that means and with how you interact with people, you know, that's, you know, that's gay stuff, you know, you know, that's girl, <laughs> that's girly stuff. Right. Um, I say, what's the, what's the word? What's the word? It's a good, it's Macho? a good, no, it's a good, it's a $5 word. Not some, uh, oh geez. <laughs> facetiously. $1. I say facetiously. Uh, um, mm-hmm. do you know, are you familiar with that word facetious? That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, facetious is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another way, too, though, Jared, the world would look, I think, as well, is if men were just able to talk about their emotions more openly, maybe there'd also be less aggression and violence. But I think I will tell you. Yeah. I think that could definitely lead to less aggression. I will also tell you, though, Jared, I have felt this way too myself. And I would say I have a decent support group. I mean, I love my family. I have some good friends. You are included in that friend group. But I will say there are some days where I think, you know, um, do people even really give a shit about me as an average guy? 
you know, and obviously your loved ones do, but maybe that's also toxic masculinity. What do you expect? What do you expect as far as people giving a shit about you when you say I mean, that? I could, I could probably count on that, count on my hand, Jared, the amount of times people have reached out to me first saying, Hey, I haven't heard from you a while. How are you? Mm. Count on my hand. And most of them are family members. You're starting to sound like uh, the people the guy was talking about in this article. That's true. Um, Although I ain't broke, Jared. Don't so, put me in that category. <laughs> so you're, you, I, I hear you, and I understand what you're saying. I, I guess I'm a little confused on... You're, uh, is that like a counter to toxic masculinity or something? No, no, or? no. I'm saying that could be an example. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Sorry, I, yeah. I just, I just, yeah. I was a little lost for a second. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I, I think uh, m- maybe you know I'm terrible at reaching out to people too. Maybe there's is is there some aspect of toxic masculinity in there? You know, I don't want I don't want to seem needy to or some vulnerable. of my friends or something. Yeah, vulnerable. That's a big one. Not one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that speaks to your stoicism. That's exactly what you're saying though. But you're saying that's good stoicism. Well, don't uh, let the women uh, don't expose <laughs> yourself to the women too early. They'll use you. They're snakes, all of them. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are words coming out of your mouth, not mine. I just want to put that <laughs> out there. Yeah, I think anyone listening to this understands or should understand comedy. Hopefully, I would uh, hope so. Although I don't know how good of comics we are, but yeah, I would but hope it's so. not. It's not good. I don't. It's not good if you have to tell them that it's comedy, though. So that's True. why I just leave it. That's there. That's like trying to explain a joke. You're 100 percent right. Yeah. What What are some other things though in terms yeah, of toxic sure. masculinity? Yeah, sure. We're like halfway through. Because you got list. a list. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not even halfway through. We risk might taking. Have to do a part two at this point. Risk taking. No, we're good. We're good. There's no. If we still. If we have stuff to talk about, we're welcome. We could. We should keep talking. I say. I. I don't like dragging stuff on unnecessarily. But if we're talking, mm, I say continue. So talking. risk taking. Risk taking. I follow a Reddit specifically titled "Why Women Live Longer." <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, I'll bet you there's men some good posts doing there. stupid uh, stunts, yep. attempting yep. very dumb things, um, and um, also as I remember as a kid, there was definitely this one-upsmanship with uh, with this like risk taking. I remember when I was a kid. I don't know if you had any experience with this witnessing or partaking, but there was sort of a young toxic masculinity I experienced in elementary school of jumping off shit. You know? Like, oh, yep. Jumping off high yep. shit yep. was a real young young boy toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. Because it only can end badly. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, see, Jerry, it didn't make things any better for me because I was into like skateboarding and BMX and, ah, and all that stuff. Yes. So, yes. so then, yeah, it was always who could jump the bigger gap, who could grind the longest rail, mm-hmm. kind of risk taking. And I would also group that kind of with competitiveness. But I don't know if that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's only toxic I if you take fully, it too far. I wouldn't fully. I, I would say that there, there's a toxic nature to how some men are competitive when it doesn't mm. need to be right. like that. True. Yeah. But I don't think just straight up competitiveness is, competitiveness is a toxic thing or a male or female thing. But I would say there's definitely a toxic aspect to how men can be competitive. Like, for example, um, I used to play soccer. Oh, I, I still play soccer, but I, mean, I used still to, like, do. Yeah, I was I, say. Well, how I meant to word this—that I didn't word, I, that didn't come out right. When I was a kid, and I and I was deep into soccer, um, you know, if someone were to drop a ball of paper on the ground and you're in front of one of your soccer friends, you'll like do some sort of dribble techniques to try to like nutmeg them with a fucking little piece of paper. Um, or you'll see it with like basketball people too. They'll like you know do some sort of crossover. Everyone does this, but they yeah, do some sort of crossover and try to like shoot. For the garbage uh, can, uh, which is not toxic, but that's some 
I feel like that's some real masculine energy right there. Or as Twitter might say, some real like straight energy. Mm. <laughs> like like the, that like that that's sort of unnecessary competitiveness, you know. And I don't think it's toxic, but I think it is sort of like a like a odd masculine trait to like have like these little bouts of unnecessary competitiveness. Uh not asking for help, you know. That yep. I, I think ties into not bit. going to yep. doctor. Uh I'm not great at asking for advice. You know, mm. I like to figure stuff I out ask myself. You for advice all the damn time. You know, <laughs> you ask for advice all the time. Um, sometimes it honestly makes me a little uncomfortable because of how adverse I am to asking for advice. I mean, I'm not telling you to stop. I don't have a problem with it. But sometimes oh, I'm I don't gonna know. keep asking you for advice. <laughs> yeah, as I said, that, tell, I'm, as I said that, I'm like, I didn't need to say that. He's not yep. gonna stop. <laughs> um, right. But sometimes I don't know how to respond because it's so it's so out of my uh, like against me to ask for advice but i think there is a toxic right. sort of aspect to my brain of um of like you should have it figured out you know you're right. an adult male also, you should have stuff figured out on your own can i give you some advice on when people ask you for advice mhm don't tell them i can't make the decision for you we already know that jared i know I, when i come I to you I've advice stopped, i've tried to stop doing that i feel like i haven't yeah. done that in recent history i'm not gonna lie that occasionally will piss me off a little bit because i'm i'm like reading your text message and i'm like yeah. Well, yeah i know you can't make the decision but i want your you know, insight you know why your perspective. i say that and why? i've tried to stop doing Toxic that masculinity i've tried to stop doing that because when you you did say that a couple of weeks ago or whatever a couple of months ago and i did take note of that um but i think no it's not toxic masculinity maybe it is but um it's just because i'm so uncomfortable with giving advice mm. you know and i never want to give the wrong advice I, I i i get so nervous about mixing up advice between what i would do you know right so i never want to be like i never want to give it off like give off the the feeling of like this is what you should do kind of thing Right. Like so, I always try to make it as, and I I feel like you've probably noticed this too. I always try to make it as like objective as possible. Like yeah. I try my hardest not to bring my opinions or my personal how I would do things into it. Right. I'd be like, well, this is I like business decisions are being made, which here. is Don't why I ask in. you for advice all yeah. the time because and I, think I need I, that. I think I'm getting better at it, but initially I, I felt I, because I'm so bad at it. I got so nervous that I was I like I don't want him to think that I'm like telling him like this is how you do it like do this right. because it's like I don't know either but you know let's didn't be, want a man to explain to me very, Jared exactly exactly <laughs> I'm trying to fight my toxic masculinity I don't know anything you know that's <laughs> what I always say uh, another one that I guess we've already kind of covered but with the sort of gayness thing I think they're sort of kind of intertwined is the presenting feminine qualities but. Actually, I take that back because I look at my extensive notes and I realize I have great examples that are separate from that. The the there I have a couple. Here's one. The you, you do something like a girl trope. Drive like a girl. Oh, yep. throw, throw like, like a girl. A girl yep. Run yep. like a girl. All these mm -hmm. like a girl things. Right. Uh, very insulting. First of all. E e yeah. I agree. E even if there might be some sort of statistic that proves that men are statistically better at some sport, sport it's still kind of just unnecessarily insulting. Yeah. You know, it's it's like there, there's a funny. Oh my god, there's a funny your mom's house uh, drop that they always play. It's one of their you know cool guy creeps that you know jerking right. off in front of a webcam. Oh, but uh, but he what something he says is he, he one of his quotes is you got me sweating like a black man. And I'm like, and, and they're like, that's, 
That's not a saying. And I were like, why you got to bring black people in? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's, that's never been a saying. And so um, I only say that it's like, like, when I hear like, like a girl, it's like, well, it's just unnecessarily, effect, you know, it's like, why, like, it's, why, why? But, um, so I would say that, and because it's also obviously, I mean, obviously only used as an insult, you never see someone be like wow you did that i don't know what is it triple lindy like a girl you know or like i'm trying to think of some crazy gymnastics flip i don't i'm not great with those words but like wow you you know you did that wrestling move like a suplex or something (laughs) like it's it's rare it's almost never i will say used as a compliment and I would say that that's a form of toxic masculinity is just saying the like a girl thing immediately. It's like, because you do something like a girl, you're not as good as us, essentially, which maybe is the case in that specific uh, uh, sport or whatever. Or, 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 but it's used specifically to be like, you are like a girl, which means you're below us. You know, another one. As, as far as presenting feminine qualities, maybe you can think of some other ones, by the way, as far as something that a man might not... Oh, dr- get- certain colors? That's like a good wearing, one. Like pinks, purples. Oh, there, I love purple. There's the so classic the purple. Almost, almost hack joke these days about how you don't call pink pink. It's salmon or watermelon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but you don't call it pink. Uh, I like your very light red shirt today. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, what is that? A uh, ripe tomato? Sunset color? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so that that's a common. Yeah, definitely colors is one. Purple is a color for some reason. Um, I love purple. Purple's great. As far as a, I'm a big fan of purple. As far as um, a car color, I don't know if I look good in purple personally, but uh, that's just personal preference. Uh, another one is like a skincare. Oh um, yeah. Now, luckily. I can't speak for all cultures. I can speak for my culture. For the most part, the black culture avoids this because, uh, at least lotion-wise, that's sort of a universal thing in our community because ashiness is key, and ashiness shows is a universal thing that we all deal with. So lotion is, is accepted among all in the black community. But there are various other forms of skincare or even makeup usage, for example, that... Um, can be thrown into toxic masculinity. If you care too much about how you look in general, uh, then it, it's some it's it's presenting as feminine or somehow. And uh, you're you're <laughs> and that's so I'd say that's a form of toxic masculinity. Caring about your skin. Okay, I'll keep going. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree. That's why I'm not saying anything. Okay, that's fine. That that's fine. Nothing that's fine. to add. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple, a couple more. Yeah, a couple more. Uh, you know, I'm a car nerd. There's classic, all sorts of classic toxic masculinity in the car world. Oh, for sure. There's toxic masculinity when it comes to the level of your ability to work on your car. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, to- toxic masculinity, depending on what kind of car you have, you'll get judged. You know, if you have a Prius, you're not a man. You know, if you care about the environment in any sort of way and it's reflected in your car purchase, you're not a man with maybe you got some sort of small uh, economical hatchback. Uh, you know, you're, 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 you're a little sissy. Um, another form of toxic masculinity as far as cars, brands, even brands, you know, girls' brands, guys' brands. For some reason, Subarus are always like the lesbian brand. Really? Just as far I didn't as like generic. 
uh, I always hear it in uh, car videos as far as just like sort of generic stereotypes about a brand, just as one random example. Um, But um, so, so, you know, no matter how you look at cars, there are a lot, there's there's a lot of toxic masculinity there, even when it comes to like um, how women in the car world are treated. Like um, I've heard plenty of stories about like, female car journalist getting approached by uh, you know a, a race car driver or another male journalist being like i mean you get you're gonna take an automatic car because you i'm sure you don't know how to drive manual right it's like you don't really know how to like properly drive on a track i'm sure you know like stuff like that i've right. heard so many stories of that on tw- on social media and, and articles and stuff like that so i would say there's a whole toxic masculinity there another one and here my person i personally believe the most annoying one is exhaust Oh yeah, there's. I, I feel like nine times out of ten, if you hear a slow car before you see it, <laughs> uh, because it's it has some sort boy. of quote unquote performance exhaust on it, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a. I'm not even gonna say. I'll say teenage. I'll say up to. I'll say up to thirty. Okay. I'll say a yeah, man up to thirty, because I could easily so, see someone in their low to mid 20s doing it too. that's true you're right um so i would say up to 30 um so i would say just the whole car culture is uh you know a lot of cultures i say car culture because that's what i know by the way do you have any examples because i've just been running off a list or is this just going to be me which is fine listen i'm happy with that i i think you've covered everything pretty well Um, jared because when it comes to any sort of culture I think there's a lot of toxic masculinity, especially things that are considered like male hobbies, say like cigars. Um, can you think of anything so, uh, other sort of like male? I'm hobby? trying to think of like how how this would play out in the guitar community. Um, I can think about it maybe with any some sort of handyman related things like fixing sure, stuff. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. like household fixing. You know, oh hobbies just in terms of like hunting and fishing. I feel like if you're like a yes. Yes, that's another there, one. There's maybe. a lot of toxic masculinity in sport, which we didn't really touch on. For example, right. like if, if someone, um, unless you're at an a, a Olympic level, uh, and, and and people can clearly see how ripped you are, I, I would say there's a lot of toxic masculinity behind like male gymnastics, male figure skating, like these mm. sort of sports that are considered female sports. In the U.S., even soccer. For the longest time, soccer. I mean, when I was a kid. We were called foot, foot fairies, fairies. Yep. Uh, yep. which is uh, ki- essentially a homophobic slur because fairy is yep. sort of a slur for for gay people. Um, so uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of I think that's probably going away, uh, dude. By the way, I'm getting deep into soccer. My Instagram nice. has taken a hard turn towards soccer like skill videos. <laughs> oh, nice, cool, very cool. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, toxic masculinity in sport in the sport you choose, and I feel like the only way a lot of people overcome that is if you're at the Olympic level and you see them like holding onto the bars or whatever, and you can see like all their veins popping and their ridiculous core and muscles and shit. And it's like, oh, I guess this person is in shape. <laughs> right. I guess this is not some. I guess they're not a sissy or whatever that might mean to them. Uh, here's my last one, which is one that we've all bear, born witness, bear witness. What's the past tense of bear witness? We've all born witness to. How would you say that? I'm Mr. not even sure. Teacher, we've all. That's a weird one. Because not just born. Because bear. It, the, the I would just say we all bear, witnessed. We all have bared witness to. 
Hold on. I'm going to look it up because uh, I'm curious. Could be boar witness. Could be. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say bear. So You're going to say boar. Let's see. Uh, past tense of bear. I hope it's boar. It's a baird. Baird. Oh, damn. The, right. You're the right, past Jared. tense and the past principle are both baird. Past parsable, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> past principle is not a thing, is it? Uh, <laughs> not that I know of, unless there's a new Past principle term. sounds like a, some sort of home loan. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm refinancing my, my home loan. I got the past principle loan. It's great. Um, anyway, uh, my final uh, little P, and I'm sure I've missed a bunch, but the, this is Jared's list, okay? Jared's podcast, Jared's list. Partially Jared's podcast, fully Jared's list. Um, we've all bared witness to... We've all bared witness to it to a dangerous, potentially lethal level. I'm not even kidding. Uh, alcohol consumption. Yeah. That's a classic one. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you seen uh, like some sort of challenge based off of shotgunning beers, oh, based yep. off of how fast? I, I remember yep. we, had, we have a f- multiple friends, two friends, one, that are renowned for their ability to chug I mean, I can just say their first names, and you probably know who I'm talking about, Max and uh, Andrew. Yep, yep. One of them sings. Uh, one of them is a great example of toxic masculinity. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that nobody listens to this podcast. It's very freeing. Um, and um, they're both very good at chugging, and um, they had a... Uh, bet whatever you call it a challenge i believe let me let's see if i remember this i believe max dared that he could uh pour a four loco into a cup and he could chug that before andrew could shotgun a beer i believe or maybe shotgun a so. tall boy maybe i think, so. I think you, something you, like you might that. have been there bro um, you I might think have I was. <laughs> I think I was. Um, there's a pretty good likelihood that you were there now that I think about this. Yeah. Um and like and these these are feats of strength, you know? Like this is like a this is like a cheer on, wow, look at you. Right. And then and you know the 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 trade is not one is to do it. But then there's the sec the, the second part of like following up with the person throughout the night and seeing how, how they're, they're continuing on throughout the night, all right. mixed up in toxic masculinity, you know? All to see how much this person can drink. Women in general, uh, generally speaking, are uh, have, have a lower tolerance than men just because they generally have a lower, uh, you know, whatever. Because of the whatever. Um, so um, I feel like the idea of uh, like a woman being a lightweight is sort of like, oh, that makes sense, you know. Um, but if a dude is a lightweight, especially in, especially in like this college culture, it's like a right. it's like a like a character flaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can't chug a beer, I've never been a good chugger. Can you chug? Can you chug a beer? I mean, not great, dude. I'm such a freaking idiot. The other day, so I saw this video on on um uh oh on it was on TikTok. And it was someone. You're on TikTok. No, it's a long story. It was something. Okay. It, it was a rabbit. Anyways, hole. it was a TikTok it was a rabbit, video, Instagram-based rabbit hole that I had no business going down. But okay, <laughs> it's a great example of toxic masculinity. Now I think about it. Um, so, um, because I was on this girl's Instagram, 
And I, I saw she had a TikTok, and because because something came across my feed, I'm like, like when you post a TikTok, so I'm like, let me see this TikTok feed. Uh, I can go down a fucking rabbit hole. I don't even care about this person. I can go down a random rabbit hole. And there was a uh, TikTok of her shotgunning a beer, and I was like, that was good. And 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 in my head, I'm like, I, and I was like, I see, I never thought I was that good at shotgunning a beer. And I was like, but it must be pretty easy. <laughs> So I tried Uh-oh. to sh- so I shotgun a beer by myself in my home like there six in the after uh, six in the evening, and I got about halfway through and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I poured the rest of it out. <laughs> For those of you listening who don't know what shotgunning a beer is, it's where you poke a hole in the bottom side of the beer, you crack open the top, and then because you have that hole at the bottom, the airflow kind of just forces the liquid kind of just down your throat, yeah. and you have to chug it. You, you hold the can upside quickly. down, so yep. you, you like put all. So essentially, instead of the hole being at the top, it's at the bottom. Yep. And he said the bottom. You make it seem like it's at the very bottom. It's like at the bottom corner, bottom side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, dude, that shit effed me up. Like halfway through, I was like, "This is I like I must be done with this by now." I had that thought as I was doing it, and I was like, "Nope." Nope, and I poured it out. Right, and that was just a little bit of toxic masculinity because I literally thought like, I like, I mean, I drink beer, I could do this, and I was like, nope, nope, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I will say it. though, too, Jared, it does depend on the type of beer, and the I know the beer you like, the beer you like would be way more difficult to shotgun. That's true. I I, I think it was a too hearted. Yeah, I probably yeah, should, bro. <laughs> yeah, like why <laughs> would you? Why like a, should you I need use like a Bud Light, Light or, or a something? Coors yeah. or something? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's true. But, but I would yeah. never really buy that just for myself yeah. at home. True. Yeah. That's a good point. True. All right, I could do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic masculinity strikes again. It's Jared. nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> no, I probably yeah. still can't do it. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, well, I, but we like your list though, Jared, and I have to say you have definitely changed my perspective on it. I will be honest with you, man. I guess I'm just. Maybe too caught up in the term itself, not what it means, because I agree mm. with what it means. There are certain kind of masculine traits or stereotypes or tropes, whatever you want to call it, that certainly are not good. Um, but I guess the the thing that, and once again, this is, and if if I'm having this issue, I'm sure there's lots of other dudes out there who who have the same misperception that when I think when a lot of guys hear the term toxic masculinity, they just kind of check out because it's like, well, yeah. well, you know, I I. You know, I think I'm somewhat of a masculine man, and so to that, that degree, you know, to yeah. me, that to me is a large scale personal problem. The fact yeah. that people take that, or excuse me, that men, I would say, take that so personally, or right. and, and and then uh, it, it because because it's like there is no denying that that. A lot of society's issues in this world are caused by men, especially here in the U.S. We're, you know, via gun violence, we witness it. it we witness it on a biweekly basis. However, you want to look more at more it. than every that. two weeks, every. <laughs> it's I don't daily, know bro. It's That's daily. True. What am I talking about? So, yeah, it's and, daily. and it's and it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent men, I would imagine. And so, like, we have just these outward representations, and it's not even just that. I mean, we look at it with like. Um, you know, you see all these bills passed that regard like a woman's body, whether it be abortion or whatever, and you see like a bunch of, uh, like a group of like eight white men shaking yeah, that, hands, that's messed surrounded up. around a document. You know, um, so it, it's just it, it's ridiculous to me that people that men I need, I need to stop saying people because it's men that we're talking about take it so personally and that they hear it and they're immediately like, "What I know, good men." That's like saying, you know. 
I, because it always goes back. I, you always like relate it to racism and make it sound ridiculous with racism with that same logic, you know? Right. Where it's like you can't use the you can't use like the eye of black friends as an excuse for for not being racist, you know, and you hear mm-hmm. a bunch of racists do it all the time and sound like idiots doing it, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, and it's like, that doesn't that doesn't negate you from being racist. You just have <laughs> trash black friends, or they're probably not your friends, which is a lot more likely. Um, but anyway, um, so so to take it personally is so ridiculous because it, it, it's, it just um, misses the bigger picture, you know, of, of, yeah. of how men... Of men, of a, of a may, of men's impact on society, you know, and and obviously, not. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I, yeah, I was just. I, I, I want to stop myself from giving the disclaimer, because I, I hated myself of being like, that's why. You know, I'm not saying that all women are perfect, because um, I don't feel like I need to say that. So I'm not even going to say. Right. It. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I, as I said, dude, you've uh, definitely changed my perspective of uh, toxic masculinity and just kind of what what it is and what it means and uh, how it kind of plays out in society. Um, I will say this. It's what what I find most interesting is how kind of, you know, in the U.S., I feel like we are very, I don't feel like it is, very politically like kind of one way or another. And the thing that I found interesting when I was doing a little bit of reading before today's episode is it really, it's kind of interesting how the right and the left view toxic masculinity. So the right view it more as an attack on manhood and men. Mm-hmm. I'm attack not saying the right. Yep. Um, and then the left view it as like a way for us to hopefully, or at least the and and this could be my own liberal bias talking here, but a way of finding out okay what are some of our issues and how can we address them and and that's why I asked you, Jared, what would our world look like if there was no toxic masculinity? Because I think that yeah. is something that the more progressives those are the discussions they're having, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, look, I, if, I would I, I would caution just the split. And I understand what you're saying, but I would caution that sort of left-right split because I, because I think something like uh, misogyny or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe it might be more accentuated on a certain political side and it's more of their <laughs> base, you know, more of like their platform. The right. idea of, of suppression of women, I would say misogyny exists everywhere, you know, and it's a lot more subversive and, and than, than than sort of that uh, that sort of obvious left right split, you know. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, the the world is a lot more complicated than just saying that it's it's this way with the lefties, it's this way with the righties. Right. Because because yeah, if it was that simple, definitely. I I don't think that uh, I I don't think. Well, I would certainly say that the idea of sexism in, in society would be less of a of a problem if it was right. just split among, you know, sort of left and right. Because then that would be like, oh, so we're sort of like half half as far as like not like no sort of sexist tendency. Oh, can right. you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Listen, there's no problem. Just curious. Uh, you know, I, I, cause I, I anyway, um, so there's um. I forgot what the fuck I was saying. It doesn't matter. I'm rambling anyway. That that you know, honestly, the fact that that rang was this podcast savior because I was talking garbage anyway. There we go. So perfect. Well, well, I think I think we've had a solid discussion today, Jared, about toxic masculinity. We I appreciate it. your list and your examples. I think that was fantastic. And uh, yeah, so let us know what you think about toxic masculinity at untranslatablepodcast at gmail Check us out on YouTube and Instagram. 
uh, untranslatable podcast. Also, you can slide into those DMs on Twitter. Uh, maybe Jared can retweet that Aussie coach <laughs> doing the pelvic thrusts. <laughs> untranslatable one, the number one on Twitter. Also, please, five-star reviews on iTunes. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Děkujeme, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. Don't stop recording, brother. Because uh, you're a liar. I don't believe you for a second. What? I don't think I've convinced you. I think, I think you know, when, when we do the podcast... You're always very agreeable. You'll just be like, yeah, no, right, right, no, you're right. Which is ironic because you said today that I don't agree with you. So which is it, Jared? Pick uh, one. <laughs> no, I said on that, that specific thing, you're very quick to be like, no, that's not true, but then agree with me. I'll say that. You have a very is. knee-jerk reaction to be like, that's not true. And because then you tend to use very exaggerated yeah, examples true. about I, me, I, I and then I'm broad. like, what the hell? I am very broad with my words. <laughs> like when I say you're terrified, when I really just mean you're kind of paranoid and, and anxious. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I and make you it seem me, like you're Jared, walking a, through holding like a pep of the exactly. pig, a stuffed animal. Like, oh, with, oh like my a, God. <laughs> with like a pacifier in my mouth and shit. Yeah, like, see, that's, but, that's what I disagree with, is the extremeness of your examples listen, sometimes. Chad. And this of is course, I'm the butt of your jokes. <laughs> I could be the butt of your jokes, too, if you made better yeah. <laughs> All right, Chad, I'm coming for You're you welcome next to episode. do that. This is, what, this is what entertainment is, Chad. But um, I still, anyway, what I was going to say was, I still don't know if I fully believe that you're that on board with all of a sudden how much toxic masculinity is an, uh, an issue in society. I still feel like you're being more agreeable than you might be if we were having a conversation off mic. Maybe. I once again as i said on the podcast i think it's just the term itself i guess is what bothers me not what it means because i think there are a lot of things what would that be a term we do as men that aren't that what do you a term that you might think would fit what 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 the phenomena better right that's a good question um it's not toxic but 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 because it's specifically oh here's think, one well okay, here's okay. one that i read jared mm-hmm. hyper masculinity i like that term better that's a good one. That's a good Hyper. one. Because when I hear the term toxic masculinity, as I told you, and as I mentioned on when we, you know, when we were recording this episode, when I hear that term, I just get a knee-jerk reaction. Whereas hyper-masculinity yeah. Think about would that, be though. more Why? that. Why do you get that knee-jerk reaction, Chad? Because to me, it makes it feel like, okay, well, if I'm a man or if I'm masculine in some ways, it's toxic. And I know not all masculine traits say, are toxic. As a I know man, that's not what it means. As a man, there are certain things you have to do to be more aware of what could potentially be toxic masculinity. For example, here's an right. example. Okay. When I say, say I'm, I'm dry. I'm walking back to my car, uh, after from the bar, but you know, I didn't drink anything. This is very responsible. <laughs> and it's like, uh, just had your topo. Exactly. And it's, a. Uh, midnight dark you know pitch black outside and i'm walking down a lone street and there's a woman behind me i might hold back or cross the street because i'm aware of what it means to be um to be a man and a woman in this situation and i i'm aware that i can be putting her in an uncomfortable situation even though i probably not probably why am i saying probably although i mean no harm (laughs) right Uh, although i might mean no harm uh no promises uh uh, I'll do these things because I recognize what my uh, impact on this person in society could be. 
So it's like, right. I don't take it personally where it's like, oh, she thinks I'm about to attack her. What? Oh, oh what's wrong with me? I don't attack people. I would never do something like that. I wouldn't think that because I understand, right. statistically speaking, in this situation, sure. she should be hyper aware of her surroundings. Yeah. And I don't have to be as concerned with right. my around surroundings. But if I were to just right. walk right up next to her and be like, why are you concerned with me? I'm just walking here. I'm 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 not gonna do anything to you. Then I'm an right. asshole that's putting her in an uncomfortable situation. Sure. And that's a toxic sure. masculine move because I I know what I'm doing, you know? Right. So sure. I would say that the fact that oh, you, you take it personally thing? is irrelevant, you know? Well well the other thing that I dislike about the term is I think it can be used just as a blanket term whenever a guy does something negative. It's like, well, why does this have to be a masculine or a man thing? Because it's not like like violence, for example. Yeah, men tend to be a yeah. lot more aggressive and violent. But if you see a woman being violent, you don't go, oh, that's toxic masculinity. No. No. But also, the vast majority of violence and violent crime in the world is done by man. By a man. Yeah. So I think there's precedence to say that it's more of a negative. It's it's definitely but more of a trait he, that we see negatively upon men than with women. Yeah, I agree. But here's the thing.